Benvenuti a Ciao Bella. I'm your host, Erica Firpo. For the past 20 years, I've made my home in Rome, where I've worked as a journalist contributing to publications including Afar, Washington Post, Lonely Planet, and Travel and Leisure. I love sharing the stories of Italy's pioneering creators, and I'm bringing these stories directly to you on Ciao Bella. Every week, I'm joined by contemporary artists, heritage artisans, designers, culinary experts, innovative estites, and more. At the crossroads of evolution and tradition, the past and the future, they are working and creating to define and redefine 21st century Italy. Join me as we see Italy through their eyes. See Naples and I, Goethe wrote in 1787, because Napoli as a city was that amazing. But it's not just the streets, the eats, and the gorgeous Bayview that makes Napoli one of my constant go-to cities. It's the Museo Archeologico Nazionale di Napoli, MAN, one of the foremost archaeological museums in the world. With its frescoed ceilings, monumental staircase, luminous rooms, and unbeatable collection of antiquities and artifacts from Pompeii, ancient Rome, and Egypt, MAN is the mecca for archaeo lovers. But man doesn't want to be stuck in the past. Join me as I talk with man director Paolo Giularini about what makes the museum so special and what man is doing to bring antiquity into the future. First, I want to say incredible. See? Incredible. <laughs> and incredible in two ways, in two, for two reasons. The, the show, I can't wait to see it co- complete. But also because we, we were here, we were saying we were here for the Byzantino show. Ah, yes. And the feeling that I had when I walked through there and then coming back and seeing it, this new show is that, the, that I said, wow, this museum is amazing because it feels young. You've been able to create this feeling like it's not stagnant. And when you're dealing with a museum of antiquities and archaeology, it's kind of hard. So, complimenti. We have... A lot of specialists <laughs> and uh, a lot of uh, people that work very well in this museum. I mean, you have a great team and your team is so passionate. Yes. Which makes me really excited because that passion is really transmitted into every show. And not just, um, not just the temporary shows, but also even the ground, the, all the installations. So it's really exciting because I feel I'm really proud. I'm really proud of the museum. On the world level, it's, it's a, a star. Showing the secret for the whole uh, day we work. I have three questions that I wanted to ask you. The first question is, I just wanted to ask if you could tell our listeners a little bit about the show. The, the exhibition of Alexander is the travel of Alexander uh, for, um, from uh, Macedonia to India. But I think uh, that is uh, not an experience of the war but uh, the knowledge of the other people, other culture. Uh, this is uh, the secret uh, and the point uh, more important of the uh, exhibition. The knowledge the of the people. And uh, the, this is the, the new point of view, not uh, the conquest, but uh, the knowledge. Well, I had a quick walkthrough and I saw one of the pieces that I saw the pieces are all beautiful and I saw that a lot of them are from here. There's from the Louvre, there's from <laughs> Hamburg, uh, Leeds and Greece. But what I thought was really interesting was that ivory piece, the Ivorio, called Pezzettino Piccolino, that time. And it was it was really interesting because I thought what was what was also really interesting was I 
I did not know there was a, it's a small statue of a goddess, but it was found in Pompeii. So an Indian goddess that was found in Pompeii. Yes. I think that was also really interesting to see the influence, not just of Alexander in the East, but also here and the influence of like bringing the East back here. The ancient world is a, a, a world uh, um, more, connected. more that uh, we think. For example, in Pompeii, we know the graffiti mm -hmm. uh, of the shift, uh, the Oceania, Oceanian shift that can uh, arrive uh, in India ah. uh, with the uh, monsoni. The monsoons, so, yeah. This technical can uh, uh, can permit the the, the two uh, current of commerce from India arrive in in Pompeii, but also before, uh, for example, the pepper, the skin, um, and other material like the ivory, mm -hmm. for example. And uh, this is uh, very important, uh, and uh, I think uh, that arrive other, other objects, but uh, non si sono conservati. They're not, they, uh, they're not preserved. For example, the sea, for example, the seek. Mm -hmm. okay, we uh, see the seek in the, in the frescos, mm -hmm. but we, are, we have not the seek. And uh, the, the Indian is very important because it's... Um, come se fosse un sogno, diciamo così. It's, for, like, it's like a dream. A dream for the uh, old European. But uh, we have uh, also the Oriental in Pompeii, for example. So in Pompeii we have the Judean, we have uh, um, the Egyptian, for example. Uh, we have the um, Temple of Isis Temple. Is a uh, society uh, um, very multicultural. Uh, it is a great knowledge and uh, is the most more important, most important now because uh, uh, our city, the community, the mixed community. In Naples, for example, we have the Chinese, Greek, Egyptian, uh, Indians. And uh, I know that the antiquity is uh, uh, mixed, is more, uh, più facile. More simple to, more simple, uh, to understand that we can mix also today. today. This is very important. Qualcuno dice che un tempo c'erano solo gli italiani. Non è vero? Non sono mai esistiti gli italiani. He's saying that. Someone important. said that, you know, Uh, one of the most important uh, museum of the uh, classical archaeology. In fact, we have organized in eight uh, years uh, 300 exhibitions in all the world. 300. 300. 300. In eight years. In eight years. It's, That's a uh, lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
in a fourth continent. So are the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In, well, we only saw one part, right? <laughs> in the uh, fourth continent. But, uh, but uh, now also uh, the, the next uh, exhibition in Africa, because it was Africa, but we will organize it uh, in Algeria. Is that Algeria? In Algeria. Yes. In wow. Algeria. Okay. For Naples, I hope that this museum represents not only a classical museum, but uh, a square. A square uh, uh, where uh, the people arrive, uh, can speak, can reflect uh, not only uh, about the past, but uh, about the present. Through a contamination, through the uh, compare the past with, uh, with the present. We worked uh, uh, for uh, um, the uh, new service, uh, for the, uh, in, in particular for the young, uh, young people and uh, uh, per i poveri, so per i quartieri in difficoltà. Because uh, it's not only for rich people and uh, in the vision of the director. Mm. The connection also with the, the parts of the society, uh, because also the museum it's uh, in the middle of an area that is at the borders of the historical center, that is uh, UNESCO heritage. But just behind us, there are some parts of the city very popular, and the museum, not in theory, but in the realization. Uh, talks with those realities. For example, um, a few years ago, we and we still realize projects with the educative structures on the territory. Yes. It means the structures for, for the prison, for the prisons uh, for young people that have parents uh, in jail, and there are these structures on the territory to employ the, the yeah. time, the free time of, this, of these children. They are young people that are, uh, have both parents dead or in jail, and they live in, they are not prison, but they don't live with their family for different reasons, for abuses and so on. So we organize programs or lessons and visits and laboratories for those peoples. So the museum have a dialogue with all the, all the connections of the city, all the parts of the city. So the director speaks with rich people that can finance exhibitions, but also with people that have nothing to give to us in, from a material point of view but can enrich the museum in a global way. Yes. And I think also that the, the museum is an uh, original fruit of the propaganda of the Roman Empire, uh, of the Greek, uh, of the state. Uh, if I go in the museum, I see the, the Roman, that uh, Rom Roman Vecchia uh, vince, the, 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 the German. Uh, uh, I think that we must speak also about other people. 
because uh, is, is important not only the point of view of Roma of, or Athens, of the European. It's more important. I think this is a, a little revolution because it's, it's very, very hard for the, for the European to recognize, it, for example, the China's empire, but the reality is, is more and more the ancient world. And this is not only the world of the Romans or the Greek. I think what you're doing is great because I really do feel like you're you're creating a new archaeological museum for the future. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you to director Giuliani and Mann for making this episode happen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. The editor of Ciao Bella is Mastro. Production manager is Jenna Spray. If you're new to Ciao Bella, take a peek at ciaobella.co, our all-encompassing Italy-focused website, where you'll find insider insight on contemporary Italy. And sign up for our newsletter for new episodes and articles. Follow me on Instagram at Erica Firpo, and follow Ciao Bella on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Leave us a rating or comment. Ciao, ciao.